Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Double Deuce. Double Deuce. It is quiet. Nelson, too quiet. We always I know. do. That, that was like a, the, the, the smoothest, tiniest line going for that. We always Hold give on. it 10 seconds of silence uh-huh. so we can adjust for room noise, but it was like deadly There's silent nothing. down Like here. you aren't doing any laundry, the heat's not running. No, no, it's just, it's nothing. like a, it's a dead machine up I in this. We, we stopped breathing. It's true. Are we on the Yeti mic? Do we have the right mic going? Yes. All right. And it's working right. Yeah, sorry the sound was a little shitty the last couple of weeks or nothing mm-hmm. else quiet. I feel like we've had much worse times where we've had mic screw-ups, where it ended up on the wrong mic, and that the shitty internal computer mic sucks and gets glitchy. But uh, the program, we used the, the, the nice, free, mostly reliable program, just kept it up. We had to restart that first episode like five times and uh, restart the computer a couple of times. And sometime in the mix, it switched off of the good mic to the shitty mic, and we didn't notice, and we recorded the two episodes with the shitty mic. So if you're just joining in, you don't have to listen to that last episode. Just to sum it up, it was like we had special guest Jason, Jason Keezer, and he's like, Oh, I'm Jason Keezer. Come see my improv show there at the Makerspace now. And then we had um, Joel Mathis, who was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm Joel Mathis. I'm a freelance writer. Chad Lawhorn's okay. I don't know why y'all are so hard on him. And then you had me, and I was like, Oh, I don't know, Joel. I think Jed Lawhorn makes me grumpy, blah, blah, blah. And then we had you who were just like, I don't fucking even know what is happening anymore mm-hmm. in this place. That was a pretty good, pretty good, uh, summary. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like. I feel yeah, like... you missed the last one. I mean, you know, if you, if you're, if you're, you know, a real. You a completionist to definitely listen. Man, maybe we should like summarize a special bonus uh, each episode in a two minute chunk, so it can be like just a deuce, mm-hmm. like one deuce or this a single deuce. Uh, for those people who want to listen, they want to know the information, yeah. but they don't have 22 minutes. Sounds like a lot of extra work. For people on the go. No, it's just me me for doing you. that voice, doing all our voices. and So and like every, every episode of the 22 minutes we do, we devote two of those minutes to talking about the last episode. Oh, I don't know. That's like, isn't <laughs> that, that seems, like 10% like of our time? Exactly. Yeah, it seems... It seems flawed. Uh, it does. Maybe that's a terrible idea. Well, anyway, I like what... I like doing it here because yeah, like if you if you if you don't appreciate bad sound, right? Then uh, then yeah, you just got caught up. What I'll do, I'll start a Kickstarter campaign because uh-huh. uh, we're gonna need about three thousand dollars to make that. No, impression. here's the thing: what we need to do, like Alan's listening to all of them again. Alan, you need to start again from the beginning, and after each one, you record two minutes summarizing it. <laughs> I like Alan's hot takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're in, we're in. Okay, well, welcome it's to... cool, and you know what, it's going to hit, in a couple years he'll reach this episode, and he'll find out about that, <laughs> and, then we'll, and then we'll get right on that. <laughs> That's right, yeah, he's going to take him, take him eight months before uh-huh. he even knows that this I is I mean, happening. he's an unpaid intern, so you can't you can't uh, fault his, his, his work strategy, but it's generally, I think, when he has a couple beers and cleans his house, he listens, so... It, it, it is... Alan's excuse to get drunk is double double is his internship because he basically like I don't want to just sit around and get drunk that seems 
pointless, what I'll do is I'll sit around and get drunk and listen to Double Deuce. Exactly. That's progress. Exactly. Then and you're then it's like he's working because he's, he's an intern. Because he is. He's, an, he's our intern. And, you know, one may say, like, but Will and Nelson aren't interns supposed to do stuff for you. Alan's doing he stuff. He is doing stuff. He's doing stuff. He's just doing it at his own. He's putting together a list. But you of, know what? That's, that's the best we can get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 you know what? I'm not even. We're not. We're not offering. We're not offering like a track to employment. We're not offering college credit. It's not a very good internship. It's a terrible internship. In fact, we 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 don't we don't we don't pay. We we don't ever call him. We don't give him no supervision. No, I will give Um, you. He doesn't. He doesn't have to work like a nine to five, forty hours a week. No, he can make his own. He doesn't have to bring us anything. Absolutely. He's just he's just working on a special project that may never come to fruition. Precisely. But but he's he's getting that work in. So if you're interested in a double deuce internship, Mm -hmm. um, please give give us. A shout at hashtag I want to intern. Yeah, intern deuce. Yep, that's the one. Intern deuce. Hashtag intern deuce. Hashtag intern deuce. That'll give that'll give um, Alan another thing to do because he's writing down all the hashtags. Yep. So that's a program that we started this week. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, maybe the last week to vote for best of Prince. So yeah. please, if you yeah, like the double deuce podcast, technically the next one. Next episode will be the, like the very end. You'll have like a couple days. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna, but but do it do it this week. Why big. wait? Why why you know the one of the problems like America? You're taking too much too much too much liberalness with your voting strategies. Like not. Right. And I'm not saying don't vote like liberal for, for liberal things, but like don't be liberal about your attitudes about going to vote. Like be be fucking staunch. Be fucking. I'm voting, motherfucker. Puff Daddy told me like 20 years ago, if I don't vote, I'm going to die. And you're going to die if you don't vote. I mean, you're going to die anyway, technically, mm-hmm. but, but you at least you'll have died voting. Exactly. And you'll be able to take that up to heaven and fucking put that in your resume, your heaven resume, that you voted for Double Deuce for Best Podcast in Lawrence. Everybody always talks about the dinner party people they want in heaven, and it's like, wouldn't it just get tedious to go into all these <clears throat> GD dinner parties? It's true. You know? I would guess especially that there'd be some... Some you know real famous people who are like fucking again. Yeah, like, like yeah. I just I just want I just want to stay in tonight and read a book. Like and, like watch watch some fucking TV. Like because like, heaven's got all the TV. It does. It's got it does. like all the TV's ever been. It's got all the TV's ever gonna be. Exactly. It's got the that one childhood show. I'd spend like the, the first couple years just binging shows. Yeah, quite, frankly. Yeah. And what's even better about it is because it's heaven gives you the warm and fuzzy feeling of the first time that you ever saw it. Exactly. So it's like you watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. All over again, yeah. over and over again. If each, you didn't have to time, go to all these goddamn dinner parties, yeah. Like each time you're, you're getting both like the oh, I'm noticing subtle nuances to this thing and like seeing how the story fits together. But also, I'm feeling the emotions of just having watched it for the first time. It's the perfect watch. Yeah, and half the time you can watch it with the directors mm-hmm. and like get their commentary on it because you just be like, exactly. Hey, you can flip that on. We're in heaven together. Come tell me about mm-hmm. why you made these choices. I think that's more than like dinner parties. I'd be like, hey. You guys who made this show, come over and ex- explain it to me. Like, do you realize how much quality time I'm going to spend with Cheech and Chong? Mm-hmm. You know, because those movies made my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. You can smoke weed in heaven, right? I think so. I would guess. I feel like Jesus would have been like, yeah, weed, whatever, mm. just don't hurt each he other. He probably smoked some weed. He probably did. He probably did. He seemed like, you know, I mean, he sometimes he'd get a little agitated, but for the most part, he's pretty laid back. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a lot of people around him got a lot more intense than he did. He kind of yeah. left it to them to, to get intense, but then, you know, 
like somebody shows up to wash his feet and all of a sudden he's like, whoa, and then he yeah, gets trash as a bank. Yeah. Which, I mean, who hasn't wanted to do that? I mean, really, mm-hmm. like just trying to go in and get service at a bank makes me want to like be like the money lenders. Uh, you'll never see the, the, the. I have a needle for the pinpoint God, rich man. Yeah, that's how that goes. That's exactly what he said. I think it was Ma- Matthew twenty-seven eleven. Mm-hmm. I've got a bit of a needle. Easier. You want, you're not getting to heaven, rich guy. Yep. Fuck you. That's what I'm, I think of your money. I'm Jesus. <laughs> He just throws it. I think what I just table did was flipping. considered blasphemy. I think. I think no, was he was just. It was a rough summary. Yeah, I I really like. Uh, I gotta say, I really am a fan of Jesus. I yeah, really, man. I, mean, I feel like that guy. Like he knew He's an all right kind of dude. What was up? Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is everybody in every organization sense. Yeah, that's kind of surrounded him. That's like kind of yeah made it about money and power and yeah. Um, and, and, and that's just made it kind of shit. Because mm-hmm. he was basically saying, like, just don't fuck with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should be high uh, the mm-hmm. way this episode is going. This is like I know. my sober high speculations. Yeah. I'm still a little fuzzy. and I had to start taking this medication again that fucks with my ability to not be tired and to not be kind of fuzzy in the brain. And I'm drinking a beer, so nice. Is there is there anything going on? I mean, is there any fun stories from that? Have you, have you not any really, or like any revelations? No, like drug induced. No. Oh, there's that one I told I told people about it on Thursday. Like I had a weird dream where I feel like I'd only been asleep for like a couple minutes, and I was like just dreaming that I was going out to my car to get into my car at like night, and then I opened the door and the, but I turned to my right and there in the street there's a German Shepherd sitting there looking at me, and then he says to me in like a regular kind of voice, he's like, "It's time to begin, Colonel," and I'm like, and it was kind of threatening. It was more like, "It's time to begin, Colonel," and I was like, "What?" And then I woke up. <laughs> I was like, what was that? What's that mean? What's going on? What did he want? I'm really. Why did I? Because mostly I'm like, I feel like it scared me somehow. And yeah. that's why I woke up. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of would have liked to ride that dream out a little longer and see where does this lead? What, what was the most scary part of it? Was the talking German shepherd? The fact that he addressed no. you as Colonel or the like. I think no, it was the tone. Right. Like the tone was menacing. Right. And so I feel like the, it's, it's time to begin. Like that, that could be like the kind of thing a serial killer says to you before they start, before the, as they kidnap you or as they start to murder you. Right. Like, and so it almost felt like weirdly had that tone, maybe, I guess. Right. I don't know. Do you, I mean, I've been watching that Mindhunter show lately. Yeah. So there's a little maybe residual serial killer stuff. That's a good show, by the way. It's a I good like show. It. It's a good show. I still, still not finished it yet because Olympics and all. So I, I started it like right, watched a few episodes right before the Olympics started. And so now I've been binging Olympics constantly. We watched it a while back and, mm-hmm. and enjoyed it. it. It's a little, you know, it, it feels just a, a teensy bit derivative of a lot of other programs, but it's mm-hmm. not terrible. And there's, um, there's some, the, the character's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to, uh, on a podcast I listen to, the Real Crime Profile podcast. It's got Jim Clemente. So, uh, criminal profiler who worked for the FBI for a long time doing that in that like office of the, the basically that shows about them creating that office uh-huh. in the FBI. So uh-huh. I'm in, and they, they've done a bunch of episodes apparently like talking about the show. So I'm interested to 
once I watched it, because they, like, the first, like, episode they do about, like, we're talking about episodes one and two, but then, like, we're continuing to talk about it, and I, and I know the way I've seen them do it before, like, they're just going to start talking about everything. So yeah, I'm like, I need to yeah. finish this show before I listen to them talking about it, if I don't want them spoiling stuff that they do on this show. I, uh, speaking of Netflix shows, uh, I, I'm, I was really happy to see that they, they got both Godfather and Godfather 2 on Netflix right now. Yeah. Um, and I realized Jack had never seen Godfather and mm. it was kind of hilarious because we were sitting around and like, at first she's like, what is this? <laughs> and like, just didn't get into it. So she's messing around on her phone. And then gradually over the course of about an hour, you can mm. see her kind of get more and more sort of intrigued by it. Which I can see because it's not like, it's not like a fast paced movie. No, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like, a, it's a slow burn. Uh-huh. And, uh, it took her a little while to kind of get into the spirit of it. Especially if you're not like excited to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's been on, on her list. One of those ones that she knew that she should probably see at some point, mm-hmm. but didn't really particularly have any burning desire to. Yeah. So, but she enjoyed it, and we're going to watch good. the second one, maybe tonight, so that'll be good. We'll That's see good. if things end the same It's way. a longer watch. It is a longer watch. Maybe it's... even a slower burn <laughs> in a lot of ways. It's true. It's with, true. The, with the non-linear storytelling. It, there, there was one, at, at one point... I, but I, still a good movie. I don't know if you can still get this particular cut, but somebody... One of the channels, networks, cut it together, so they cut it with a linear storyline, so it starts oh, yeah. with the, the their own stuff, and all that stuff is together, mm-hmm. and then it moves to interesting. Uh, the Godfather. Yeah, I remember and, hearing about that, that, yeah. that someone did that. It was kind of an interesting watch, but yeah. actually not nearly as compelling as the... the I would guess, because, out. yeah, with the, the way they're cutting it together initially is to, you know, keep... Keep in, like they're cutting it on like cliffhangers and things, right. or at least like um, <laughs> right. big points where they're moving around. So, I, yeah, I could see where that would maybe both help and hurt. Yeah, it's a, it, it, there's some awkward <clears throat> moments where it's like sudden awkward cut, clip cut, mm-hmm. um, which is the song for anytime there's a sudden awkward clip cut. Yeah, but good movie still holds up mostly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it, it is amazing to me how much time. Those older movies, because it was what seventy early, like seventy one, seventy two, yeah. seventy three, I think, in there where they those first two. The amount of time they spend in mm-hmm. in each shot compared to modern. Film it's true. Movie. Yeah, they definitely took their time more yeah, back then. It's crazy how mm-hmm. like like you just see the way you'd cut it almost. And Which I feel like I like I like on some levels, but also sometimes I'm like. We can move this along. This yeah. can be a tight. This can be a tighter cut. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and, and I definitely miss having, especially depending on like what they're shooting. What? Like sometimes it's like a really nice shot. It's like, oh, that looks good. Or yeah. sometimes you're like building up the atmosphere. But sometimes it's like you're, you're taking your sweet time, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like the, the the it helps that they were making real good movies back in the '70s. So, like those true. those are pretty. It was a pretty good period of of movies. Like, I mean, you, well, at the same time, you know what you th- you say that. But looking, you look back and you look now, it's like they were making a lot of weird shit too. Like they're making all like the Eastwood monkey movies. They're making yeah. like a lot of weird shit back in the seventies, you know, just are, like they are today. There are, like they're, yeah, the, the good stuff was really good. I'll right. give you that. Like that top, like 30 percent was really good. Was you could argue like that that upper echelon better than today, maybe. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like everything. Not like everything was great. We're missing. We're missing a, a big portion of like the the monkey buddy cop. Mm-hmm. This thing that was going on in the seventies, like there hasn't been. We were good... still doing it like through the night, and you know what? Nine eleven. Yeah, I think that's kind of when it stopped. 
9-11 killed mm-hmm. the monkey buddy cop mm-hmm. Like all the, all the monkey buddy yeah. movies. Or remember, I, think, like I feel the, like there's a lot of truckers just animals were, doing truckers stuff. Truckers were venerated. Like, nobody's venerating truckers Like, have anymore. they made any of the Air Buds since 9-11? Or is that all so. pre-9-11? I think it's all pre-9-11. Yeah. And I think um, any wish... They need to bring that loose. shit back. I mean, that was pre-9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean... On all that Ronald Reagan monkey stuff, that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's a, they don't. They, it's hard to get a good monkey flick anymore. Except for we're letting them win. It's we're true. letting them win. It's true. It's the little battles that you uh-huh. lose, and you don't even realize you're losing them, and then all of a sudden, uh, shit's awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do we need to do? We need to make Airbud Seal Team Six, where Airbud kills Osama bin Laden. Oh, nice. Where he's nice. just, he's on the team. I feel like this is something we could pitch to Netflix mm-hmm. and probably get on right yeah, he's now. He's wearing like, he's wearing some camo, some like bulletproof vest, like the night fishing goggles. He's got like a little M16 slung across him. Uh-huh. Yes, keep going. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just picturing him like, you know, in the troop transport as you're like, you're panning down the, the line of the dudes are a little bit like they're, they're committed, they're into it, but they're like, there's a couple of them you can see like in their eyes are like, man, this is going to get intense. But for the most part, those guys are highly trained. So they're so, not afraid about gonna... it. And then it's, as you're panning, like you have to pan down a little bit to Air Bud sitting in his seat because, of course, like he's a little shorter than them. Right. And then, and then you pan back up. And he's just like doing the dog smile, wagging his tail. Like yeah. he's, re- he's ready to go. <laughs> exactly. I think this this leads into um, kind of naturally into to marketing corner. Uh-huh. Um, I think you've got your kind of topic, which is, you know. The, I just I just came up with a movie. <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. One more. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, like, like. What would your advice, based on what we've just talked about, to marketers in a post-9-11 environment? Animals, um, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, they haven't stopped it in marketing. You stopped it in movies, mostly. Right. So, but I mean, you know, pair, pair yourself, like, fucking get in on the Airbud SEAL Team 6 train. Like, let's see some action figures. But, you know, like, let's the, see, like, some, like, let's pair with Pizza Let's bring back some Pizza Hut glasses. But what? Like, or the Burger King glasses. Like, all the glasses. Let's, let's partner with everyone who ever wants to make a glass. Making making different glasses about Airbud like going through training, Airbud like coming off the troop carrier, Airbud assassinating Osama bin Laden, like all of it, like all the collab, like it, every, there's a collection. It's a bunch of them. It's kind of like it's like they tell a story as you look uh, at it. If you get all the glasses and you line them up, you can see the whole movie basically play out. So uh, but it's kind of like it's kind of like on some... Easter where like they do all the Stations of the Cross, but with Airbud Seal Team Six cups. Right. <laughs> So you're just like you're creating a whole universe uh-huh. that's gonna be like like yeah. a Marvel plan and like one of the Airbud movies. No, no, this is all one movie. Oh, okay. I mean, we can make more. Like once, that's the thing. Here's the thing because now, like they like there's like a Taken show. Like you make Airbud Seal Team Six, then you make the show that's like Airbud the early years where like Airbud's just like a CIA operative like running around different places right, <laughs> doing right. shit, and then you make like then you make another show later that's like after that after the movie like. Airbud, the later years, where like he's he's like training a new team. He's a grizzled kind of veteran. He's training the new team to do stuff, <laughs> and he's like, you know, they kind of got to teach him to be like a little bit more in society again because he's been so long at war, right. and like, and he's got to teach them like to be to be serious and like to be get their shit together, or they're gonna get killed. Could there be one where he has to go back in time and coach the USA hockey team against the Russians? Yeah, and, or play. Yeah, yeah. He's got to play. Would probably want to play, mm-hmm. wouldn't he? Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like you go back. Like maybe like there's another one that's like a time cop. Like at the end, like and then he's got he's got like people are trying to fuck with like the past and he's got to go back and fix it. So like right. the thing they're trying to stop things from happening. Right. Like especially like with like a pro Russian agenda, so he's got to go back and fix it. 
And so, like, yeah, he's got to play in the game and score the winning goal and stuff. Because he's there, but he's really good at sports. I know. I think it's brilliant. I think mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's good. I think it's done. Let's uh, let's call. Speaking of sports and Russians, so I've been watching a lot of Olympics, of course, and I like was realizing this thing. Like, okay, so did you watch the? Uh, do you watch the curling? Uh, no, but it does sound like a, a B movie. So, curling. so like I was watch, I watched the curling. I like curling. Curling is basically like shuffleboard, but instead of lines, it's a circle. Right. And it's on ice. Right. And you're like skating kind of and you got brooms. So it's, it's the exact same. Yeah. But, uh, so, so I, I, you know, I was born at a certain time and I'm like, I will not, like, I will root against Russians all the time in the Olympics. Always. Even, even if now, like, they're independent Russians, they're not like for the state Russians. They're still, but bad at the Russians. same time, they're still bringing those medals home to Russia, and so you yeah, don't want them. Yeah. But man, I had like an Olympic crisis where like I'm watching the bronze medal curling match, and goddamn the the mixed doubles bronze medal curling match, and man the the lady she's so hot, so hot. The Russian lady, yeah, Anastasia Brezgolova. Like they kept talking about, like she's like a young Angelina Jolie. Really? And I was just like, I feel like I feel myself rooting for the Russians in this game. I don't know what's going on with me. Well, maybe that's I'm in a moment of crisis. And I was like, you know, if I ever had to do like the FBI, like background check, like if I was getting like secret clearances, I think I'd have to be like, you know, I like, I think uh, for the most part, I'm pretty clean. Like I'm, I don't think I'd be blackmailed, but at the same time, like, you know, if the, if the Russian lady, if like, if Anastasia Brezgolova, hey, I need some of those secrets, I might give them to her guys. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I feel like I might be compromised there. I feel like, you know, you realize I'm a mandatory reporter and yeah. I have to tip off the FBI. That That's fine. Well, I don't have any secrets right now. I'm just saying if I were okay. to be, like, in line to receive secrets. Yeah. I just, it's just treason. Or I, or I could just be in an administration like the one right now and they would just work me at, like, a temporary security clearance for the entire four years. Yeah. And that- I could just be given Anastasia those secrets and no one, no one cares. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, that's basically what you had to realize. But I'm just saying, it was like it was a gamut of emotions that I was way. feeling in this curling match that, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, that's, that's, um, I gotta say, that's disturbing. Compromat, man. Well, I, I feel like I, I don't know you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you've turned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, like, I understand, I understand how, like, you can, how, like, you could be a traitor to your country. Because of curling, yeah, and and Anastasia and Bridget of Overwatch. Yep, that's all the time we have for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go make a phone call. Yep, there might be some people coming around. There. USA, USA, USA. Uh, double deuce, double deuce, double deuce. I just don't. I'm, I just don't know what to say to you anymore. Vote for our best podcast. I don't speak Russian. I don't either. Yet. I, I mean, I'd probably have to learn. I don't think she speaks English. Oh, hey, next week we got to call out Nate Cadman. Oh, yeah. Shit. We, sh- we should have done that this one, shouldn't we? Yeah, probably. Give him some. Nate Cadman, we're, we're coming for you. I'm coming for you. Yeah, we'll talk about it next episode. But Just we, wait. That's a cliffhanger. But we're... We, we want you on the show. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, but on the show to get abused. Yes. By me. Yes, potentially. Not that. Just beaten, but in a game. Yep. Quiz game. Yep. By me. Yep. We'll talk. Double Deuce. Now throw, yeah. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the end.
outro sounded bad. This outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place. iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too. I found out there's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a thousand. Tell your friends. Thousand mouths. Tell your mom. That are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, tell her. Everybody likes your mom, too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. <laughs> We're doing so well. <laughs>